Super Talk Mississippi media production. Talking to the people that help make the coast such a unique place to live. This is Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome back to Coast View. We've got Mayor Tommy Schaefer with us from the great city of Diamond Head. We're going to, we, before we went to break, we were talking about how people are, obviously get frustrated. They, we've been in this kind of, you know, bunkering in our homes kind of situation for quite a while. People have not been able to work, businesses have been closed. And so essentially where you were headed was, it's important for us to start moving toward this phased approach, but we've got to be safe about the way we do business. So let's just continue that conversation. Well, again, we, you know, we've all heard the term, what is the new normal going to be? And hopefully we're able within the next week or so to ease into a reopening, a limited reopening with a new normal. Uh, you know, as you said, I think we've been successful. I think Mississippi's done very, very well with regard to social distancing, the stay-at-home owner, and breaking this cycle. I think we've broken the cycle. Uh, there's a lot of people that know a lot more about this than me in Mississippi. And as I said, uh, we've all tried to sing the same song and do the same thing. Yeah. So this afternoon, hopefully, we get some ideas about how we're going to begin to reopen slowly in a limited fashion with social distancing. Maybe our restaurants are outside seating only. Uh, maybe they're every other table or they take half the tables out. I know one of our restaurants was doing that before we closed down. They were every other booth, every other table. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, the governor was on, did a great job over the weekend on national media talking about the uptick that was reported on Friday of uh, coronavirus, new coronavirus uh, um, cases. But the case was that an external lab had done essentially a data dump and, and, it, and it gave us a false negative. That's why it's important, actually, for us to look at sort of what the pattern shows us. So what we did, we had we had less reported on on Saturday, even even less on Sunday. So you just have to kind of look at the rolling averages as opposed to any specific day. But it does appear we're moving in the right direction. But I think it's important that people to realize that you got to take your you got to you got to continue to practice social distancing. This is not a light switch where we can turn it back on again. As I mentioned earlier, it's a volume control. So hopefully we can slowly turn this up. But it takes everyone working together to help make sure we don't have an outbreak. An outbreak would cause us to have to take a step back and we don't want to take a step back anything else you want to say about that mayor before we move to your projects no just that you know i saw the same thing you saw with the with the governor's report with that private lab putting all that information out and those are statistics and in any type of it's the ability to interpret the statistics is what's so important some of those statistics were old they need to have those tests need to have a date on them yeah yeah they do those positives and each of those negatives need to have a date on them for us to properly interpret that statistic. Well, the good news, Mississippi's done a really good job as it relates to testing. In my conversations with um, Dr. Conger, who's an infectious disease expert in at Memorial, and with uh, Kent Nico from Memorial as well, they have uh, they've done a really good job of of doing the drive through testing, and they've the, the the number of positives is extremely low. But they continue to fo- look for it, as Dr. Conger pointed out. So you've got. Um, Talk to me about the Diamond Head Water and Sewage projects that you guys are working on. So those are mostly complete. Yeah. We're very happy to say. Yeah. That goes back, you know, I started working on that in 2013 with the Hancock County Board of Supervisors because they appointed our water and sewer commissioners. And they very graciously 
uh, gave us a unanimous resolution to transfer those appointment powers to the dominant city council. We went to the legislature in 14 and failed. Uh, the Board of Supervisors gave me another unanimous resolution in late 14. In 15, the legislature agreed to let the city council appoint those commissioners. And that has worked out very, very well for us. Uh, we had a tremendous amount of damage to our dominant water and sewer facilities during Hurricane Katrina. MEMA stepped up. FEMA stepped up. We had a lot of project worksheets, a tremendous amount of money to put things back to serve this community. Uh, I think it ended up being 12 lift stations and an, wow. entire, and an entire new wastewater treatment facility. And wow. I'm, very, I'm very pleased to say we, we got that on track and it's all now complete. So you're done. It's completely done. Well, with water and sewer, I don't think we're ever done. We've got some right, 49-year-old, right. 49 50-year-old infrastructure in the ground. But the major infrastructure with the lift stations and the wastewater treatment plant, that is complete. And MEMA and FEMA stood behind us with that. They were great partners to our community, to our city, to our dominant water and sewer district. And the water and sewer district is now uh, looking at uh, you know, the collection system, some I&I &I issues, and perhaps making some repairs or replacements of some uh, water mains and supplies. So we, we've got a, like a minute and a half left, uh, Mayor. Real quick, tell us about the inter interstate exchange and what you well, hope to happen there. Oh, well, <laughs> so uh, we've, we've done a lot of beautification work with trim trees. We, we maintain the interstate, all four quadrants very, very well. But Interstate 10 eastbound on that southwest quadrant has been a tremendous problem with children coming home from school, with employees coming home from work, particularly Stennis Space Center. And we've been talking to MDOT since November of 13 about that. They finally did put up that swing gate, which has been hit, broken. It's, it's, it's a, I think it's a life-saving measure. We had a tremendous number of rear-end collisions uh, that, that have been stemmed by using that gate. We have a roundabout on the south side of Diamond Head. And most people would agree they'd rather they'd rather drive an extra quarter of a mile than sit in bumper to bumper stop and go traffic. So that's working out well. We have not had uh, the incidents of rear end collisions. Before we so, put up the gate, we had a horrible eighteen wheeler accident with a fatality. But so man, man, let's do this. Let's do this. We're out of time, but what we're going to do? We're going to come back to you in about a week or two and just uh -huh. check in with you and see how you guys are doing. Hey, well, thank you, and thank you for thank having me. I've enjoyed it. Yeah, Mary Tommy, Tommy uh, Schaefer from the city of Diamond Head. We'll see you after this. Thank you. Mm -hmm. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.